and welcome to episode 88 of the Dragons Are Real podcast. My name is Pete Jones. So in today's episode, I'm going to talk about the science fiction role-playing game Traveller, which was first published in 1977 by Games Designer Workshop by Mark Miller with help from Frank Chadwick and others. It took characters and they journeyed between various star systems, exploring and trading and basically getting into trouble. The original core rules were a box set of three little black books, and they were later compiled into a single volume. There was a host of supplemental booklets that were released, which uh, detailed advanced character generation, capital ship design, robots, and oh, oh, so much more. Then, in 2008, Mongoose Publishing got their rights to Traveller, and they had a paid version, and they also released simultaneously an SRD version. In 2016, Mongoose Publishing did a second edition, but the second edition was not under the SRD and reverted back to full copyright. Well, fast forward to 2018, when Jason Kemp of Samardin Press wrote the Cepheus engine, and the Cepheus engine takes the Mongoose OGL and rewrites Traveller. It's available for free from Samaritan Press, and there's also a paid version by Moonto Publishing, which is £5 for a PDF and £10 for softcover, which has a few minor changes and fixes. The Cepheus Engine SRD is 208 pages, and it is a clone of the original Traveller using the SRD. So those of you who are not familiar um, how Traveller works, then I'm going to go through this today. Cepheus Engine and Traveller before it is a very simple 2d6 system and basically you roll 2d6, you add or subtract any modifiers and you require an 8 plus 2 succeed. There were some task difficulties that could modify this 8 by a minus 6 to plus 6. Character creation was very simple. There were 6 attributes, strength, dexterity, endurance, intelligence educational and social, and an optional psionics. And basically you roll 2d6 for each attribute and work out its corresponding modifier, which were varied between minus 2 to plus 9. Then you choose a career, and you have to go through some hoops. You have to roll to qualify for that career, and if you fail you can either join a draft or you take the drifter career. And then you go through basic training. You roll to advance and you gain skills, and then you roll to survive. And this is where you famously die in character creation. So you go through this system, and basically you do a number of qualifications, you can change your career paths, and you have a number of terms, which helps increase your skills. There are 24 character paths in Cepheus Engine, and 61 skills. And basically, the whole game front loads your character XP. So by the time you finish your character creation, you have a fully fleshed out character with years of experience, different careers to draw upon, and it's a little story. And your character has a full history. And character creation in itself became a bit of a mini game. Something that confuses people was they had a UPP or Universal Persona Profile for characters so they could condense a character down. And the character would be represented by some numbers and letters. It'd be something like 687B9C. People used to think, what the hell is this? But actually it was very simple. Those were your characteristics for your six main attributes. Up to nine was denoted by the number 
1 to 9, and then 10 was an A, 11 was a B, 12 was a C, and so on. So 687B9C is Strength, 6, Dexterity, 8, Endurance, 7, Intelligence, 11, Education, 9, and Social, 12. Combat also uses the same unified mechanic. You roll 2d6 and you add either your gun or your melee skill and your strength or dex modifier depending on whether you're using a ranged or melee weapon. The difficulty that you were aiming for was set by the weapon type and it's ranged. And if you hit, damage caused a number of d6 damage minus the target's armour. The damage was taken from your endurance stat and from then on also your choice of either strength or dexterity. When one of your six attributes was zero, you were wounded. If two of them got to zero, you were unconscious. And if, if all three of those got to zero, your character was dead. Also in the Cephas engine, there was a host of other information to do with sci-fi travel. Also in the book was loads of other stuff. There was off-world travel, which covered fuel, speed, dangers, starship design. You could design anything from a small craft to a huge Death Star private craft, military craft. There was uh, a detailed starship combat sequence. There was trade and commerce. There was an absolute fantastic world building where you could build star systems, you could build worlds, and there were tables for rolling for atmospheres, temperatures, governments, the population of the planets, what minerals they had, what they traded in, uh, and all sorts of stuff that the whole thing was a complete utter system all wrapped up together and if you get one of the books where all the rules are contained, then for that one book, you can run absolutely anything. So that is the Cephas engine. And this, uh, the Cephas engine has allowed third parties to write stuff for the original Traveller using the Cephas engine SRD. And others have now gotten onto this because the whole of the text in the SRD is free to use. And Omar Golan Joel of Stellar Gamma Publishing has really taken this to heart. He's written a number of variants based off the Cepheus engine. The first one being Cepheus Light, and he's taken the Cepheus engine and he's reduced it to 109 pages. It's £5 for the PDF, or there's a free editable version which you can also download from Drive Through. So he's halved the page count of the Cepheus engine by simplification, and he's done this in a, a number of ways. For example, the target number set by the task difficulty is now set between 4 and 12. There's no modifiers. The GM sets the task difficulty. Character creation has been streamlined. He's reduced the careers from 24 down to 12. The skills have been halved from 62 down to 31. Any dice roll uh, modifiers either take the skill or the character modifier, not both. He reduced the equipment list, reduced the starship rules, and simplified the combat. So if the original Cepheus engine is a bit too heavy for you, there's silly Cepheus Light. But he's gone even further. There's even one lighter than that now, which is cunningly called Cepheus Faster Than Light. And this, he's reduced it to 60 pages again, nearly halving his previous version. This version is free. And in the introduction, it actually encourages you to use Cepheus Light to fill any gaps. The careers have been dropped again from 12 down to six. Equipment has been cut even further. He's dropped all the examples for combat, and then he's removed all the world building and starship design. So if you want that, you need to look at for Cepheus Light or Cepheus Engine. And in the starship section, there is a small example of ships. But I know what you're saying, Peter. 
He can't reduce it any further. Oh, yes, he has. He released Cepheus Quantum. So how small did he get? 30 pages? No, 15 pages. Oh, no, no, no. He got it down to two pages. That's right. He's got the Cepheus engine down from the original 208 pages to just two. But obviously, he's had to cut some corners. The task difficulty has been reduced between a number between four and ten. The attributes have been reduced to just endurance and lifeblood. And the way this works is that you roll two dice for your total points in endurance and four dice for your total points in lifeblood. He's reduced his skills down to six, which are combat, knowledge, physical, social, space and technical. There are ten careers. And basically, you, you, when you pick one of these careers, it gives you a preset list of skills and their points. And you've got another optional couple of points that you can put into skills. So the whole mini game of character creation is gone and it's been very pared down. And there's some very basic equipment. Combat in Cepheus Quantum has obviously been simplified. There is no initiative. It is simultaneous action. And basically, you're rolling 8 plus to hit in melee or 10 plus to, for ranged combat and you subtract the target's combat modifier to your dice roll. The damage comes off endurance and then lifeblood. And if during a combat you only take damage from endurance, then this resets after a combat. So this is like a, a temporary constitution. And there's some very simple vehicle and starship combat rolls to boot. Cepheus Quantum is ideal if you want to run a quick one-shot or you want to do a con game keep it in your backpack and you've got it up and running. So why this review of Cepheus? Well, I recently picked up Cepheus Atom, which is another one of Omar's rules. Uh, this is a free PDF or you can get the printed version for about, I think I paid about three quid, something like that. And Atom is based on the two-page quantum rules but this is a science fiction post-apocalyptic game. And I know what you're going to ask me. You're going to ask me, how many pages is this? And Cephas Atom is 49 pages. There are no careers. And basically, you allocate skill points. And the skills have been slightly changed. And the six skills are combat, knowledge, physical, social, survival, and technical and character creation is the same you roll two dice for your endurance four dice for your lifeblood and you distribute five points amongst your six skills and you start with three days of food and water a backpack canteen water skin a utility knife and 100 trade units worth of items purchased from the equipment list and you start with 20 rounds arrows or bolts for any ranged weapon that do not have a blast characteristic so this is a halfway house between quantum and faster than light. Being a post-apocalyptic setting, we have got rules for unusual weather, scavenging, foraging, and of course, radiation and contamination. And basically there are six levels of, or seven levels really, of contamination from zero, which is no contamination, to six lethal. And the more radiation and contamination you get, then you can gain mutations, gain appendages, get psionics and special abilities. There are rules in here for 
mutants and mutations. There are some monster stats and robots. So we have got such creatures as giant centipedes, giant geckos, land sharks, vomit flies, cavemen, a good mix of creatures. And the stats for all the creatures are pared down to just three lines. And it reminds me very much of an OSR game where you've just got one or two lines for monster stats instead of one or two pages. So, for example, a giant centipede, the, uh, the way these stats work is that they have the number uh, of endurance on lifeblood, its movement, its armor, and attack, its skills, and special abilities or mutations. So, just by looking at it, for example, a giant gecko has endurance 7 and lifeblood 15. It moves 10 meters, armor 2, it bites from melee damage of 2, its combat skill is 2, its physical is 2, and has gigantism and war walking. So overall, for the price, I think Cepheus Atom is a nice little book. Uh, for a couple of quid, you can't go wrong. And great for pickup games. And as you may have noticed with all of these games, there is no XP system. Because for the majority of these games, the XP has all been front-loaded. Now, when I bought Atom, I also bought Barbaric which is another set of rules by Omar. And these are, again, based on the quantum rules and also the Swords of Cepheus, which is a fantasy setting for the 2D6 system. I'm going to cover this in a separate episode because I think this is a good rival to Barbarians of Lemuria, which is another 2D6 system that covers fantasy and barbarians. I think that would be good to compare those two systems. And I know... Jason from the Nerds Variety RPG podcast likes the Barbarians of Lemuria, his favourite set. So I think I'm going to do a full comparison for that one. I will leave a link in the show notes today for where you can pick up the Traveller SRD, the Cepheus Engine SRD, and the different faster uh, than light, light and atom rules. That's all for this episode. If you want any more details, you know how to contact me. You can check out the website at pjones.neocities.org. The blog is at dragonsarealpodcast.tumblr.com. You can leave me a voicemail on the Anchor app, and you can email me by sending me a message or send me an audio file at dragonsarealpodcast at pm.me. Thanks for listening, and I'll catch you all on the flip side.